0: Hey universe, it's January 1st, we're 9 minutes into the new year, and I just wanted to say to myself, I did it, I got to 265, I thought this would be impossible, while still bringing some level of quality that made me proud of how it finished, but I can't be prouder of how this one finished. This one finished in such breathtaking fashion that I really don't think I can take credit for any of it. I think I was just there for the ride. I know so much of what I was spitting out in December was just coming out of my mouth before I could even think about it. This was an experience. Pushing myself to get to this finish line is probably the hardest i push myself on something creative I don't know, since music? You'd think that I'd have found some level of give up on myself, considering that I took two gap breaks over six weeks, roughly. I don't know. I'd have to go back. And I will go back and look. As a matter of fact, this won't be my only recording today, because later today, I'll be going back and reviewing... Well, no, I did no recordings on January 1st last year. That's right, I showed up late. I showed up on the 2nd. So I don't have to do that today. Well, so this will officially close. I could be wrong. I'm a minute and 45 seconds into recognizing just how much of an accomplishment this is for me. Listening to it all one more time, as I do each day of 2023, listen back to whatever garbage I spewed out in 2022 on that day, plus whatever I think there is worth updating in real time. And then progressing into the outreach program that comes with phase two. And I always thought phase two had to happen in year one, but I now see that phase two is definitely a year two plan. And while there's a trickle of integration here at the end of, I could be wrong. I know I'm not wrong about integration. Integration in this podcast is going to matter. In fact, it's going to be the difference. So with two minutes and 41 seconds of random happy new year, mofos. Well, happy new year, mofos. I'll be back to finish this stuff up later today because this one could go two out. Well, two hours. Not unless Brisa gets involved. And we are not going to bother Brisa today. It was her birthday yesterday, for God's sake. She's going to be calling in sick to work and shit today. Like any good nine year old. Oh, she's 10 now. Hey, universe. It is January 1st. Happy New Year. So we're calling this next year. It's the next year. This will be officially, I don't know what yet. We're going to come up with a clever name for the year because certainly 2023 doesn't mean shit. And so far, since I've been essentially falling on my face on the ice, well, I'm coming to you remotely for the second time in a week, coming to you from the 7-Eleven on Sheridan and Colfax, because if this morning is any kind, of in, any kind of indicator as to what my year holds for me, well, let me just explain. The... First of all, I'm holding my phone because I don't really have anywhere else to put it. I'm holding it on top of my mittens, hoping that somehow that's going to create some level of, uh, like, uh, those corrugated, uh, styrofoam uh, rooms, some sort of noise suppression from all this fucking noise around here, but I'm sure it's not working, and, uh, I'm not gonna get hit by traffic, that's the other thing I'm trying not to do right now, but, uh... The morning starts with, I already knew that I was going to be a half hour early to work because Sunday morning or holiday, whatever the cause, this morning um, there, was, there was no way to get to work except at 8.37 or 9.37 and since I had to be at work at 9, no problem, I'll get to work at 8.37. Well, as I get up and I look to see what time that bus is running, is it late, yada yada, it's 11 minutes late. And I think to myself, okay, well, that's not bad. That just means that there'll be less waiting for me. So that's actually okay news. But it's concerning news because can a bus be 11 minutes late? That seems awfully late. Well, <coughs> checking my app <coughs> regularly, excuse me, for the next 15 minutes, the bus goes from being 11 minutes late to being seven. Well, it ends up at 17 minutes late. And I think, okay, this is concerning because. If that bus is any later, it might miss my connecting bus, which was already going to be like a 12 minute wait. So here we go. I go walking to the bus stop and this is at, I think uh, now, what must be 820 in the morning and the, uh, the app changes from 17 minutes late to canceled, canceled, fucking canceled. I mean, there's no way for me to get to work on time. None. Zero. Well, actually, I consider one way. Because at this point, I still think, well, if I go back to my house, which is about four minutes away, grab my bike, I'll have about a ten-minute cushion to ride on all this ice to get to work. Maybe I can ride to work on time. Because the only roads that are clear are the main thoroughfares like Sheridan and Colfax here. But no fucking way are you going to ride a bike on these streets. Just get your ass hit. So, and the side streets are loaded with ice, especially because yesterday was nice, so a lot of shit melted, so now it just froze overnight. So there are sheets of ice everywhere. But, small point made, I realize now I'm fucked. I gotta I gotta call work and tell them I'm gonna be late. Well, since changing to the old at and t and getting a new phone number, guess what I can no longer do? I can no longer reach work after hours. Apparently my number is sequestered from the, uh, or is not sequestered, into the employee pool. Nope, I'm just some random customer calling to complain to the manager so they don't let me through until 9 o'clock when, frankly, the manager deserves that break. So I can't even tell anybody I'm going to be late and I'm supposed to be there at 9 o'clock. So frustrated as hell, I try to go to King Supers, thinking, well, maybe I can use their house phone and call Home Depot and get through. Well, no, I can't do that. Oh, and I did try to use my bike. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I tried to use my bike At this point, I have almost an hour to kill. And so I tried to use my bike. I tried to pedal up my alley. I didn't make it five feet. It was terrible. It was terrible. So, giving up on all this stuff. Of course, what I do, I go back in the house. I give my dog some dog treats. I give my cat an open can of tuna. And I fucking smoke the shit out of like 16 dabs, Because now I realize I'm going to be to work late. I'm going to be fucking pissed off. Whatever, I'm not pissed off. Matter of fact, here's my connecting bus coming right now. But there's more to this story, which I promise to get to the next uh, part of the day. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Pause. Stop. (laughs) Okay, I'm now on the bus on my way to work. So let's see if I can finish this story in this format without killing it. Because the next thing that happens is I call in at 9 o'clock. And... Ryan answers the phone and I let him know my dilemma and he's like okay just get here as soon as you can and it is true that I couldn't have gotten a hold of him in it earlier so that part helps me out a little bit about being late but as I'm standing at the bus stop waiting for the next round of buses to come through there's a guy who looks potentially homeless who is using hand sanitizer and cotton balls to create a fire I shit you not and, and he's being pretty effective with it, I gotta say. And he's got a jumbo jaw or er, a uh, square bottle, hand, er, hand squirt bottle, or hand square bottle of hand sanitizer. Alright, wait, this probably is no good. I gotta stop. I'll pause right now. Okay, and I'm at work. And. Oh, I thought I just heard my name. Um, probably did. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, excuse me. So, I get to the bus stop. The guys light and fire, and I think, holy shit, that solves a mystery that I've had for a while, which is, why are there always so many goddamn hand sanitizer bottles in all the garbage outside of our store? Well, they're using it as fuel to light fucking fires. Okay, so that was nice, and I thought, well, the universe at least gave me that, Um, and then as we're getting on the bus, the dude that's been lighting the hand sanitizer fires is poking me, I've got my earbuds in, he's poking me, and he's like, Give me your money, give me your money, give me your money. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I don't have any money. I gotta pay for the bus. And as I turn around to grab my ticket, you know, he's looking at me like all pissed at me. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? So I go sit down, and as, he, as he's walking by me, he goes, comes on the bus next. As he's walking by me, he's like saying something to me. But I got my earbuds in, trying to ignore him. I mean, this guy's been lighting fires with fucking hand sanitizer. I don't really want to talk to him. But after mouthing something to me three times, I finally pull out my earbud, and I'm like, what? And he says, the buses are free today. I'm like, oh, God, that makes everything for the last 14 seconds make a lot more sense. But, and and, and I'm thinking, well, the bus driver didn't even really signal me not to put my money in there. But whatever, fuck, whatever. I'm on the bus, I'm on my way to work. This is all good news, right? I'm still standing here in front of work, by the way. I haven't walked in, so I'm gonna be later than I was gonna be because I'm recording this. And so I get on the bus, we get to the, to the stop that's like four stops down. I haven't gotten off yet. And a, a tiny Asian lady who's 116 gets on. And she puts her $2 in, which is her discounted fare. And the bus driver doesn't even signal to her anything. And this is when I'm like, what? That little lady needs that $2. What are you doing? It's free bus day. And then I'm thinking, okay, little fucking kerosene light and fireman just fucking pulled my leg. This is all bullshit. Because she would have, I mean, she'd have made it obvious. She'd have put her hand over the fucking thing, right? Come on, it was cash. Well, I decide to test it because there's a connecting bus I'm about to get. So when I get off the bus that I was at 7-Eleven and got on the next bus... I didn't, oh God, Some the police are pulling somebody over right in our parking lot. What the fuck did that guy do? He looks poor is what he did, I'll bet. <sighs> anyway, um, so <laughs> so I, uh, I, I don't show him my pass. And I'm like, is it true the buses are free today? He's like, yeah. And I then show him my pass and say, well, then I don't feel so good about having paid for the last one. I mean, fucking passive-aggressive motherfucking move. I agree. But still, I'm like, really? It's more passive-aggressive for that little old lady. I don't give a shit that you made me take $3 out of my pocket for the universe. That's probably owed. But come on, that little old lady. Come on. So, things still take one more turn for the weird. Because as we're riding to work, the bus driver that... The, the guy that gets on just before my stop has headphones in He's clearly about to put three bucks in the fucking thing and the bus driver reaches over and covers the goddamn cover. Won't let him take, won't take his three bucks. Yep. And now I'm standing outside of work telling this story into my podcast on day one of the last episode being it could, or I could be wrong. Does that not sound like a karmic kick in the nuts for this year? I mean, I mean, Yes, of course it does. All right, I got to go to work, but see you later. <clears throat> all right, universe. Hey, look at that. It says I've got four hours and 20 minutes of recording time. Hell yeah, I do. Shall we use it? Well, if we do, that'll put us all the way to January 2nd. And frankly, I don't have the endurance for that. It's now 851, or is it 852? 8. 851. It's 851. It's January 1st. Uh, the year, what are we going to call this? Should we call this year Blue Dream? <gasps> Phoebe, this is the year Blue Dream. Obviously. It's the weight of the year. Wait, that was the weed of 2022. I still believe that that's that. Ooh, oh, oh did I burn my shirt? No, good. Um, that may be the way that we're going to decide how to determine what year it is from now going forward, Phoebe. It'll be by whatever one weeded the year the year before. Okay, so today is January 1st. The year is blue dream and we are at now 852 p.m and I've just done a few things to prep for this one. Well, prep strong. I've listened to my morning, my other morning and my other morning recording. Um, all of which happened more than 12 hours ago, but whatever. Um, those are all a little entertaining, but I definitely left the best part of the bus story out of the bus story. So I will get to that at the very end, but the, um, huh, the other prep work that I did to get into, uh, appropriate final episode of I could be wrong mode. Well, I spent time listening to my very first recording from last year, and I do plan on doing the gimmicky, listen to whatever recording I did the day of last year, and then comment about that recording and my reflection on those thoughts this year. So you'll be hearing about January 2nd's recording tonight, because it wasn't on the first last year, I I called in sick day one, but... um. And then the third, fourth... I don't even remember when my first stop was. Probably seven days in or something. But... I'm sorry. I'm I'm moving my phone around. So I'm going to move my phone now to the place where it's supposed to be. So I quit moving my phone. Um... And... So I'm going to talk about that. And... I also want to talk... As this completes... Uh, Section 5, the five sections being, wait, what? That was Section 1, and that's where I basically admitted to all of the changes in belief structure I've undergone that uh, have resulted in the person I am today. And then, Segment 2... See uh, what uh, happened was is a title that pays homage to my friend uh, from the early aughts, my very very good friend, and um, and in paying homage to her, I am also uh, explaining. Well, what do you mean? This is what you believe. Well, see what happened was, and then we get to part three. Which addresses the fact that, uh, well, what do you know, but I'm scrambling for work and shit again. Uh, So, that one is called Late for Work Again. And I've been late for work my whole life. Except since I started back at Home Depot, where I've been remarkably on time. Not perfect, but the best by far in my life ever. Then, well, I mean, I had perfect attendance in elementary school, so you know there was some track record there. Um, yeah, the entire elementary school. Chew on that for a while. Um, then, I uh, what I do? Oh, so and 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 this is where I started losing steam because late for work again. Well. For one, I was working, so obviously I was taxed a little bit by that. But two, uh, returning to Home Depot was a bit of a a system shock. It took me a while to realize how much I had been free from the fallout that they had suffered, particularly through the COVID incident. But the three years since I... Four, four years since I'd been fired from Home Depot were rough on the Home Depot staff that I knew. And there weren't many left. That staff had turned over an immense amount in just four years. I mean, many departments were completely new, recognizing nobody in them. So, and I'm sure that's true of any Home Depot over four years, right? Of course it is. But as a worker in that environment, to return to that environment... It was, it was disorienting. It was probably the most disorienting part of my year other than some family stuff. And the disorientation with the family stuff was actually for the better. So this was not. This was, this was figuring out what had happened to my friends. But what was interesting was that inside of the fractured framework that existed when I used to be there was an emerging framework Of new and robustly talented individuals and quality individuals coming up. In other words, the old guard had seen their day and had moved on. And since I was like, wait, we're the old guard now? Well, of course it was System Shock. (sighs) It's always System Shock whenever I realize I'm the old guard. I so much better get along with people in their 20s and 30s than I do people in their 50s and 60s. Well, not all people in their 50s and 60s, but most of them. And uh, and for reasons that are legit. Life, to me, should be lived with the enthusiasm of a 19- to 26-year-old forever. Why that dissipates, I've never understood. Ever. I mean, okay, you get a little bit fire of a memory, you get a little bit less... Of a clear eyesight, your hearing gets a little... Yeah, there's some degradation of the physical interpretation of the signals around you. But so fucking what? Frankly, fuzzy eyesight sometimes is better. There are a lot more hot girls that are 40 feet away from me than there used to be. So, and girls. Oh, Johnny, don't say girls. Alright, I hit myself right on the head for that one. I hate when I say that one, and it's coming from colloquial language. I'm parroting other people because I know better, and for 26 years of my life, I was a feminist saying women for men. Oh, my God. I mean, I was annoying when it came to anytime you would refer to adult women as girls. They are women, says this dude, who has no skin in the game, except they're women, not girls. So when I say it, I mean, I might as well go slap myself with a cold piece I have. But, having lost my way in the third round of recordings, I thought just meant I was burned out. I didn't realize I'd actually lost my voice. In reflection, I also know that I kept waiting to hear from the camel lionesses. I thought I had... Here, here's what I thought. <laughs> I thought once I got shit going and then moved it even further and then really made it personal and then got really um, into truth and revelation... Well, that they'd be all over me. That they'd be literally inviting me into their waterbeds. But no. They still haven't shown up. They're gone. As far as I can see. And it feels like they're gone. So, I don't know if I felt that at the time. I couldn't have. Because I was desperately hoping they were going to show up. And tell me how to make the next part of it work. And they never did. So I muddled my way through inspirational moments, non-inspirational moments, and frankly, dialogue I can't even pretend to remember what's in it. I guess I'll hear it next June through August. But I know in my patterns, June is always a month of disruptive hiccup. And it, it was exactly that. And it will probably be that again this year, and I'll probably blame something other than the fact that it's June. But knowing that going through, seeing your repetitive patterns, knowing how you behave, almost like Pavlov's dog, uh, it may not take everybody 53 years to figure all those shenanigans out. But after 53 years, it's really hard to lie to yourself about the shenanigans that you create for yourself. You just, you've been through it too much. You just, you've been on the fucking sideline of your own goddamn behavioral tantrums to the point that you know your own self too well to not know that you're the problem. And while I'm not insinuating that I'm in many of those situations, the ones that I'm still in, I feel like those have to get fixed. (laughs) Why am I tolerating that anymore? Part of throwing a snot-filled Kleenex across a table at a family member was these rules no longer are tolerable. We are going to act kind and understanding of each other in all circumstances. Particularly to those of us who are ill. I, I just... There's there's no room to be a dick. Fuck that. And I've been a dick. God, I've been an asshole. God, I was an asshole several times today. So I get that... Uh, you know? We can't all be can't all be what was the lion king kid simba yeah simba seems pretty 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 nice guy right right it's old simba that that cub that turns into the turns into like i don't know what is that john stamos or somebody anyway that kid that lion, that cub that not james earl jones but his son, he, are not we. No, we're we're Pumbaa and Timba. You know, talk about your fixer-upper. Seriously. I would have loved to have come up with that line in that scenario, in that movie. Because it's the perfect line. And sometimes, talk about your fixer-upper is what life's all about. And so, I'm not here trying to say, we got going to all just be giant boxes of Kleenexes that are all soft landings for everybody around us. It's nothing but kindness and bubble baths. I mean, that wouldn't be so bad, right? That'd be okay. But, no. I mean, you got to tell your buddy when he chunks one in the sandbox and hits himself right back in the face with a whole mouthful of sand, uh... You're still out. (laughs) Uh, It's just... It's just... It's okay as long as we're all laughing at ourselves in the moment that the laughter's occurring, right? And so then it's like, well, how do you spread more laughter into the world? How do you get more people laughing at themselves? Well, you tell the stories about yourself that are, frankly, embarrassing, super personal, downright humiliating in some circumstances, and frankly deservedly make you think less of me for the worst of what I've done. And I'm sure I would deservedly think less of you for whatever the worst is that you've done. But I'm not going to hold you to those standards. (laughs) Because, yeah, I could do that. And yeah, I'd almost be justified and fair in doing that. But I'm asking can we just break that molded paradigm that we all live in that says there's justice and then there's injustice and where there's injustice, there will be justice? And just say, No, there will be forgiveness, understanding, and kindness moving forward. The rest of it, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. In fact, when I listened back to that first episode that I recorded... I hear how much I don't know how how to propose a solution. There's so much broken. There's so much uncertainty. There's so much we've been deliberately misled about. It's hard for anybody to feel like they're standing on firm footing of of any kind. At least if you're grounding your footing on that which reality has constructed for us to pursue and achieve within but that's what I'm saying why does that have to even be relevant you can drop me in whatever configuration of reality you want and you know what you can find me being kind, understanding and forgiving I'm made that way I will forever be that way nothing about that can change So what I don't hear in that first recording is confidence, confidence that actions based in kindness that are foundationally built to understand, and that when those two can't seem to come together and figure it out, well, there's forgiveness. Buy into that collectively, and where does humanity go? <clears throat> well, maybe for the very first time to the moon, right? <laughs> Whatever the, the moon is. All right, I don't want to get into that. Oh, wait, I should read my rules. Okay, hold on. <gasps> the dog barfed all over my rules, and I'm not joking. She, and, and then she ate pieces of it. Oh, I know, that's so gross. Oh, oh that's so gross. It is so gross. It's grosser than you're even imagining, trust me. Well, it's probably about as gross as what you're imagining now. Anyway, let's see if I can knock them out in reverse order. In this podcast, one, well, we'll say seven. Let's see if I can come up with seven of them. Number seven, you are, at any time, potentially going to hear me misuse the word ironic. ah ah If I re-listen to all of last year and hear four or five misuses of ironic, I may delete the whole fucking thing. (sighs) No, I'm not that cowardly anymore. Nor am I that judgmental. Um, But, yeah, so that's possible. So let's get that one out of the way. Number six. Uh, I'm trying to do these in in reverse order, so how about... It's possible for you to hear uh, me do something of a uh, junior high school locker room boy uh, sort of maneuver. And I don't mean, like, uh, jerk off and call my friend gay. I mean doing something like uh, snotting, lugging. Oh, I cough a ton. I also am prone to uh, to, uh, having to sniffle, so I never blow my nose enough. There's just a lot of gross facial activity, I suppose, is a good way to put it. And I'm I'm not saying I'm farted on the podcast. It's possible. I don't really know if I have, but I'm not going to limit myself to any bodily objection that is just offensive. And I'm sorry about that. I'm working on it. And in fact, well, no, that'll never actually go away. Because, number five, it's all me. There's no edits. There's no... Uh, intro music, there's no outro music, there's no music, because that's copyright infringement. If I write some music, well, maybe I'll have it on the podcast, but I wouldn't play it more than five seconds, and that would be the end of it. So, this is long-form communication, this is oral communication, and this is verbal communication. I find this level of interaction perfect. On the receiving and the giving end. So this will never change. Could there be some sort of video clippage? Yeah. I'm not shy about what I look like or what I'm uh, up to or what my dog sleeping and snoring away in the background looks like. No. It's just a lot more work to do. Plus it has to be set up right. Plus it's a whole lot of shit can go wrong. And I fuck shit up all the time. So what's the point of going through all that to make more mistakes to enhance this in not very much of a way? So, it's all me. Number four, I have zero inhibitions. Just go listen to the one about the pre-cum in the toilet at work. Number Okay, so that's a little too snippy. Um, I, don't, I don't believe there should be conversation that's off limits. I hate the idea that we have bad words. <laughs> I think the whole idea of that is just to make us feel bad about ourselves. And I am 100% against feeling bad about ourselves. I will not tolerate it. I hear people speak down about themselves at work, even if they've been a total shithead and should be speaking down about themselves. I tell them, buck up, man. That kind of performance only comes out of you once a year. We're not going to expect anything like that for another 364 days. So, fucking sitting there, sour-graping, not useful. Get your shit together. Because clearly, you didn't have it together when you did that. So... I bring the concept that there's a solution for every problem we can identify. Because most of the problems we can identify, we created. So of course there's a solution. Sometimes those solutions might require a lot more work than we want to do. But in some situations, we've been doing a lot more fucking around than we should have been. So, you know, karma is a rubber band. Snap it one way, it rebounds and snaps back the other way. Alright, is that four, three, five? Okay. Well, there's a couple more for sure. And if you haven't noticed already, I like to fucking swear. And I like people who fucking swear as well. So, if I'm going to have people on this recording operation uh, game of pinball, they're going to swear. I hope. Otherwise, I'll feel bad when I swear because they won't swear, That that's not good. So, for instance, Brisa swears like a sailor. Good for Brisa. That is encouraged. And it will be encouraged in every way that is innocuous and colorful and pointedly uh, descriptive. I'm not here to call you all bastards and assholes. That's not how I am. If you're acting like a bastard or an asshole, I just figure you're all bastardy and assholey for whatever reason for a while. But you're still a human. I mean, you're still divine, right? (laughs) Why are you being a bastard and an asshole? I don't know, but I was one for a while, and I'm still one once in a while, so we're all capable of it. So I don't see you as that, I just see you as acting like that. So I never really judge, I just think, how long are you going to pull those shenanigans, and can we get moving on to something better when you're done? Because that's essentially what everybody around me had to put up with me. So of course I'll give you the same room to breathe, the gaps in which to be a true knucklehead, To learn why there's no reason to be a knucklehead. It does nothing. Except set you back. So, you know, you might want to test that. Make sure that's in fact the case. And you can't just fuck around and dick around and get free chocolate for the rest of your life. Well, test it. Find out. And come back to me when you're ready. But come back to me you will. Because, number two, I don't want you listening. (laughs) I believe that whatever you're doing right now listening to this, there's got to be something better you could be doing with your life. And I, 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 I'm still trying to figure out who should be listening to this other than people who might personally know me, just to check in and make sure I haven't jumped a shark yet and gone fully insane. And even then, three-minute blasts should be enough, right? Okay, or I said, if you're the kind of person who finds this sort of redundant chatter of uh, poor vocabulary kind the sort of thing that tranquilizes you on the highway when it's really crowded and there's a whole bunch of people with revolvers that might shoot each other, that would be a reason to listen. But once you get home and you're shooting hoops with your kids, well then, of course, you've moved on to Red Hot Chili Peppers on the boom box, right? You wouldn't be listening to me then. So, I don't want you to listen. And so, number one, if you are, and if you continue and if for any reason... For some reason, for what reason? I don't know. Why are you listening to this? But whatever. If you are, well, in addition to being solutions-oriented, I really do try to be respectful. I respect everybody. Even those of us acting like dickheads. I still respect us. I am self-analysis-driven. I do not like telling other people what's wrong with them. I don't like even telling people how to... how to do work. I don't like supervisoring positions because it makes me go tell people how to live their lives. So I, you'll hear me say all the time, I don't want to tell you how to live your life, as I'm about to tell you something about how to live your life. So I get that I'm a hypocrite a little bit here, but it matters to me that this is number one on my list. I am not here to tell you how to live my life. <laughs> well, I probably am here to tell you how to live my life, but I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. What I am here to tell you is how I lived my life thus far which things I think were the right tendencies and trends, which ones were clearly the fall, the fall? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, hang on. Sorry. Which ones were clearly the alternative to that? And where would I would go redo life exactly the same or slightly different or whatever. It's my reflections on myself and the evolution of me into what I am right now. Now, To me, that's an interesting story. To you, that's a reason to go watch Law & Order marathons. Because this can only be so valuable for anybody other than me. And I do try to be entertaining. But the most important thing you can be doing with your life is finding yourself. And if you think you've already done that, well then really, what are you doing listening to this? But two are you being yourself at all times? I can honestly say for 2022, yeah, I think I was. As much as I know how to be. And I sure, I will look back at this recording a year from now and think how unsure, unsteady, and lacking in conviction, I sound right now. But that will mean that I'll have grown stronger, more capable, and more powerful than you have ever known. I will, in fact, be the Kraken! Or, I don't know, something else. But, Happy New Year, everybody, and... Wow! Congratulations to me. Now bring out the Kraken! Well, universe, I guess there's that saying, when the world... No, I guess I was dismissing you, universe. When the universe gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Well, when the universe gives you an hour of free time you didn't expect, it's six in the morning, you make a podcast. So hello, universe. And this isn't to say that this is a lemon situation. An hour of free time is never a lemons situation. But the truth is that here on Monday, January 2nd of the year Blue Dream, well... It snowed again last night, and since the snow from last week is still here, that means this is the snow on top of the snow. Well, it's more like the snow on top of the ice, so everything's all fucked up out there, number one. But number two, this is January 2nd, and since January 1st was on a Sunday, the bus schedule running today is not the Monday schedule. It's the Sunday-slash-holiday schedule. Ah, this is America. Yesterday was the holiday. I don't even know if we get holidays. Don't we just work every day until we die in this country? Well, I'm pretty sure the universe thought, you know what, fuckface? You didn't even finish the story about the bus yesterday, nor did you finish the story about your podcast sequencing. So really, did you even finish the fucking section? No. So what am I going to call this one? Uh, this is to clean up all the messes from all the last sections. That'd be a lot to type. I think this one may be stated as, I said what? Or, wait, what did I say? Because I feel like lately I've been having a lot of, wait, what did I say? Moments, even in review. But I really don't know what I'm going to call this one. Um, in fact, why I'm recording, I don't even know that. Because I have nothing better to do, except take bong hits, and I figure if I take bong hits for the next hour, well, I'll probably show crew, pretty fucking high. And, it's funny, like, there's this guy at work that says he's got a pretty high tolerance. And, uh, so I gave him my vaporizer three different times yesterday, and after each successive time, the guy just looked higher and higher, until, by the time I was leaving, and he only had two hours left, I mean, he just looked high as fuck. And, uh, and and he's like, don't worry about it, man. I got my tolerance. I'm good. I'm good. And I believe him. I'm not saying that's wrong. What I'm saying is if he looked that fucked up, then do I look that fucked up every time I look in the mirror and tell myself, oh, yeah, you look fine, dude. I'm just looking blazed out of my head. Well, if yesterday has any truth ringing in it, then the answer to that question is, uh, yeah. Pause one down 60 to go well let's see that's three minutes in so if we do one every three minutes then that's one down 20 to go alright well am I going to talk for an hour no fucking way I don't even have an hour's worth of shit to say but I do have that story on the bus to come clean on and the story on the bus finishes like this I'm getting a ride home okay first of all it's free bus day right So I go out to take the Colfax Spur over to Sheridan, and there are, I don't know, 10, 15 people at the bus stop. Enough people that I think, well, that bus better show up pretty fucking empty. And it doesn't. In fact, there's so many people on the bus that we we can barely all squeeze in. And fortunately, I was like a, a ninth out of the 15 that got on, so I'm not standing at the very front. But I got on with my earbuds on, my sunglasses on, and it's dark. Um, I basically am indicating I don't want anybody who's lighting fires with fucking hand sanitizer and cotton balls to be talking to me. I get that it's free bus day, so I'm going to get on the bus. I'm going to shut the fuck up. I'm going to get on the next bus. I'm going to shut the fuck up. And I'm going to go home. Hang on, pause. Okay. So being free bus day, I just crowd on. I don't even take my hands out of my pockets. I show them nothing. I just get on the bus, and away we go. So we get to Sheridan, and half the bus gets off. And walking across the street to, uh, to catch the bus that's going to take me close to my house, well, uh, that bus is late. What do you know? And there's one other guy that had just gotten off the 15, or whatever, the Colfax bus with me, and uh, he's standing right next to me, and uh, and I turned to look at him, and I'm like, well, let's hope it's not late like it was this morning. And he says, you mean the bus that they took a shit on? I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I heard that they took a shit on the bus this morning, the one that got canceled. I was like, oh, fuck, man, that makes so much sense, because... What would get a bus to go from 11 minutes to 13 minutes to 14 minutes to 16 minutes to 17 minutes late, and then to canceled? Well, I can imagine the bus driver calling in. Uh, yeah, I need to talk to dispatch. I've got a situation. What was the situation? Uh, I, I've got a, a, a customer has uh, relieved himself on the bus. I'm sorry, what was that? Sort of peeing on your bus? Uh, not exactly, so I'm going to take a shit on my bus, okay, okay, we're going to have you pull over, and uh, we'll send some help, but keep driving your route if it's not so bad, okay, we'll we'll get it cleaned up, so he goes to the next stop, and gets out some paper towels or whatever, and it's just, the customers start complaining, like, dude, you got to get this shit off the bus, blah, 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 and then he's 20 minutes, or 10 minutes late, 17 minutes late, and then bam, that route is just like, no. Nope. We're going to have to take this sucker in for the full shampooing. So, that was my thought. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying what was a mystery to me as to how a bus gets goddamn canceled. Well, that's how. Someone took a shit on it. Okay. But that's not the end of the bus story. That's the best part of the bus story. It's not the end of the bus story. So what happens next is when this bus that's now only four or five minutes late when it finally arrives lets people on while I'm second and third in line whatever and I just walk on because it's free bus day. And what does the bus driver do? He literally knocks on his glass barricade. Hey, where's your pass? Where's your fare? I'm like, hey, it's free bus day. He's like, hey, it was only free bus day this morning for New Year's Eve drivers. I'm like, Ah, God, even that makes sense. Free bus day went until 9 o'clock. After 9, no free buses. So I just happened to be getting on the bus right as free bus day was ending. Thus, why the bus driver just took my fare. If I had to get on any other bus, I was going to need a transfer. Now, the fact that I could have gotten on that Colfax bus without a transfer, because when I asked him if it was free bus day, he said, yeah, well, that was probably the last route that he was giving free rides on. After that, it was pay your fare day. So the fact that that little old lady had to pay her two bucks now doesn't feel like such an egregious karmic miscorrection of the universe. In fact, all that did is cement in my head how quickly, easily, and often I get everything wrong. So, yeah, I could be wrong about a lot of stuff. In fact, I could be wrong about starting this podcast up again today because this needs to go on the end of the last episode. Without explaining all this, what does the last episode even mean? So... I'm capable of losing my train of thought, which I did yesterday on this, as well as on the cycle of chapters in my podcast, as it were. And how do I do this? I don't know, easily. I guess because I'm high. But I don't feel like I'm high enough, so I... Hold on. So, I guess if I'm going to fully... (laughs) Am I really going to explain this? the way it happened. All right, fuck it. Um, the camel INSs are the ones who told me I had to start... I had to... I had to bring my message out into the sphere. And it wasn't the sphere, it was the swirl. They always called the world the the world of influence the swirl. And so... Like I said, I thought that was going to be a blog. I thought I was going to write something, some sort of daily diary. And then, nope, turned out it was this. And it also turned out that, and and I knew that phase one was going to be all by myself. Like, literally, nobody listening. And that's exactly what's happened. I'm not saying nobody's listening, but there is a teeny tiny audience of support that, is as appropriately small as my level of outreach would suppose. So no big deal, no surprise, no uh, no uncertainty involved whatsoever. And then phase two was going to be the beginning of my outreach. And that was to be done at a pace that I was comfortable with and was clearly going to take until the end of phase one before... Outreach was even considered, all of which happened. The reason that that became hard for me, or let's say this. To me, when you say the end of the year, I think October, November, December. Hell, even a little bit September, if I'm being fair. And and so when I started all this, There was a whole lot of congratulations behind me from my dream warriors. And then there was nothing. Okay. You know, fuck, man. They've been waiting for me to get on the stick and here I am. So off I go. Then there was nothing. Then there was nothing. Then there was nothing. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's what led to the first pause in July. I felt like I had run the course of things I could do where I just hit the record button and started recording. Because at this point, I thought my outreach was supposed to be starting. Turns out it wasn't. But confused as I was, there was no help. No help. I never had a lucid dream about any of this past January, I don't think. There was no help. And the camelionesses were nowhere to be found. Nor was Madonna or anybody else that could nudge me along and tell me, well, your next uh, sequence of recording should all be about your family history, or whatever. Like, it just wasn't there. So the next... So getting out of that funk took realizing that I still had stories to tell from my daily routine that transcended my daily routine and had consequence for life. But I wasn't bringing the sort of narrative thread that made me know what to say the next day. I was just cobbling together, I don't know, Stuart Smalley's thoughts of the day. It didn't feel very purposeful, that's for sure, and it didn't feel like it had any real intention of of outreach to anybody. I didn't even like what I was recording, so how could anybody else? And that led to the next round of pause, which led to the final round of, well, not the final round, but the second or the fourth chapter, which was, do you have a point? And I was literally asking myself if I had a fucking point. I wasn't sure I did. And so through that sequence of recordings, well, I'm sorry, I don't mean to take the butane torch and blow it in your ear. I mean to blow it in the bong's ear, but whatever, hold on. And by... Re- re-calibrating and finding a point of interest, personal interest, a lot of that stuff is, like I said, you shouldn't be listening. But in rediscovering that I have a point, well, I had to admit that I could be wrong. I am not, hmm, having experienced what I've experienced in life, I can never, ever, ever say anything other than I could be wrong again. I will always live in a state of I could be wrong. And in these 53 episodes, what's funny is I don't even really think I tackled all the things that I think I could be wrong about. So that's where my themes aren't always thematic. They're more symbolic. However, I could be wrong About much but I couldn't be wrong about how proud I am of myself for what I've accomplished here this goes any further than this recording I'm finishing right now well the first year will have taught me to be confident with who I am bring out my voice as much as possible have no fear about details and embarrassments of my past and welcome in the collaboration and cooperation of good souls willing to help. And really, that's kind of the year two plan. If I had a bigger plan than that, I'd just screw it up. So going in with four directionals and then seeing what happens, living in the now, sounds like a perfect 2023. And I hope that helps clarify some of the nonsense that maybe earlier was a little more opaque. I'm a little baked now, that's why I'm using words like opaque. Opaque rhymes with baked, so I'm pretty sure that's where that's bubbling up from. But, here, let me hit this one more time. I mean, we're closing down the entire segment that is I could be wrong. What I could not be wrong about is that when you get extra time in the morning, you take extra dabs. I wonder if that's low enough to not be uh, annoying. What's funny is having the gas run low. This is not funny. This is interesting. What's interesting is that having the gas run low enough that uh, it was because of the cold temperatures that this was basically the highest level of heat I could get to. Well, that's enough heat. I mean, you st- I-, I started that up right when I started the recording again, so why am I annoying you with all that heat blast? I don't know, but 265 episodes in. I'm still learning shit. Oh, wow. That was huge. (laughs) Pause. Wow. That should be my last bong hit of the morning. Wow. Okay. I still have time to make myself pancakes. That's how early I got up. I got up at 4 fucking 24 in the morning, which doesn't even feel that early anymore. Well, it kind of did this morning because I went to bed at 2. But I'm uh, I'm happy. I'm content. I'm settled. I'm tranquil. I'm balanced. And I'm having a great impact on the world. That's what 2022 really was. And what 2021 and 2020 and 2013 and 2008 and 1992? You can go back a ways and say that that's probably what should have always been. And it definitely wasn't. But it hasn't always not been either. I haven't been a complete skunk. But if I were a skunk, would I be one of these newfangled two striped ones instead of the skunks from my universe? No! I would never be a skunk in either universe. Because as I've said, my capacity to be kind, my capacity for forgiveness, and my constant drive to understand are limitless. And because they are, I realize that's what I'm here most to give. The universe isn't going to ask you to give something that will wear you out To the point of, I no longer have anything to give. Why would it want that? It's not how it's composed. It's composed to get exactly the right energy flowing exactly the right direction from exactly the right components in exactly the right capacity at exactly the right time. And look who's here to do that. All of us. So when you feel that Ah, extra stress in your back because, oh, damn it, you got up too early for work. And that's causing you stress about who knows what other stress domino that's going to knock down the next stress domino. Pretty soon there's just a stress ball rolling like that Indiana Jones rock. But none of that's necessary, and so much of it's self-imposed. I'm proving it. How can a dude who works part-time at Home Depot and does all this baloney recording on the side. Be so happy. Psh, probably all the weed I smoke, huh? Alright, that's 20 more minutes of tack-on stuff, and I know that makes this one almost an hour, and that's that's as long as I like to go, unless somebody's involved that's interesting, which obviously me and the dog and the cat don't count. So, the way that this all works, because I've already released my podcast with uh, the sentence uh, bring out the kraken I kind of have to end this one that way because if I type in a new title then it fucks up all the stats in the back end so and I'm not even going to type in a new description so consider these 20 bonus minutes somewhere minutes I owed you for time wasted and if this was time wasted I apologize but I felt like I couldn't quite end it all the way I did when I said bring out the Kraken the second time, the third time, whatever, the earlier time. But this time, we'll bring out the Kraken. (sighs) Whoops. I kind of forgot to say, I've been running two a days here, and I know I have single-digit subscribers. That's fine. But for... The four of you that, uh for some reason, accidentally hit the subscribe button. Well, I'm going to take at least a day or two off because, oh I just need a break. And uh running all the way through December to get 53 episodes out in 30 days was as challenging as I thought it would be. So, if you don't hear from me as much in January, it's only because I need some time to breathe. I will be feverishly looking forward to moving this thing along. So, I'm not going anywhere. In fact, now, bring out the dragon!